1: We are back live across Michigan, a busy week, flying through another show with the Big Ten Championship on Saturday night, Iowa and Michigan. We got the college football playoff final rankings tonight. Michigan should be number one, but best guess is they're going to stay at number two. Could you imagine if Georgia would have beat the number two team in the country? Okay, whatever. They're trying to position Georgia and get Georgia and Alabama in. SEC carries all the power. We also had Jim Comperoni from SpartanMag.com on. We talked about Jonathan Smith introduced officially as a replacement for Mel Tucker. Inside the Michigan State Football head coach's office. I like the guy. But Noah Kim, <laughs> was her Levitt, all three quarterbacks that they played this year are gone. Transfer Portal. It seems every time I check at SpartanMeg.com, they're losing more players. Because these guys were recruited by assistants and a head coach who aren't there anymore. They want to go to some place where a school is saying, you, you, you come here, you're going to play. I like Smith. But this is going to be a patient process of at least... Four seasons. So if you're a Michigan State fan, I know you hate watching what Michigan is doing. You despise Michigan. Everything about Michigan you can't stand. And Michigan beating Ohio State and winning at Penn State, even with all the cheating allegations out there, it ruined your Thanksgiving. I will say the Michigan State fan can say they should have beat Iowa and Iowa City. I I thought the team showed some heart up until that last game Friday night at Ford Field. So to the Spartan Nation on your message boards and the Spartan Nation on Twitter, you had better be patient because it's not going to be a quick turnaround. It's not. And I know you're going to think, well, look what Mel Tucker did. Look look at the transfer portal. How'd that work out for him? If it wasn't for Kenneth Walker, he would have never got that $95 million deal. And everybody thought Michigan was dead in the water. Mel was 2 0 against the Wolverines. Harbaugh had to take a pay cut. And my, look where things are today. It's amazing. But they, they got the best guy on the market. They really did. AM almost settled for Mark Stoops at Kentucky. They went with Elko from Duke. They got the best guy in my mind, which I'll give Alan Heller a lot of credit on that, but you had better be patient because the Big Ten is ramping up next year. Strongest it's ever been, top to bottom. No more Big Ten East or West. It will be the top two teams play in the Big Ten championship game. We threw out our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Enjoy Honolulu Blue at every Lions home football game. Look for it. You'll see it inside Ford Field. Your thoughts as a Michigan State fan on the official hiring of Jonathan Smith. You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. You can also join us at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain, text word HUGE, 21,000. Wing signing, Patrick Kane, reportedly a one-year deal worth around three million. Three million. Three-time Stanley Cup champion coming off of hip surgery. Ready to go. Presence, leadership. I'll take it in a heartbeat for less than three mil. It's a great deal. Let's go talk about Michigan, Iowa, Big Ten championship game Saturday night. Jim Branstadter, former voice of the Wolverines. It's pretty cool. I saw the video from Michigan football. Doug Karsh stepped aside, Brandy, and he let you call the final play? Yeah, he did.
2: It was really, really great. Uh, what a gesture on Doug's part. Actually, we I, I'm up there every game, the home game, and I always walk in and say hello to John and Doug, and Tony Butler's our engineer, and I always give Tony Butler a cookie and kind of that thing. And then I go, but, he, you know, we exchange pleasantries and stuff. Well, he said this time, he says, look, if we're winning – Come on in at the end of the game. And I said, okay, fine, I'll be down. So I waited until the interception was confirmed. And I went in there, next thing I know, he handed me the headset and says, you call the finish. And I went, whoa. So I said, okay. And I said, you know, it was good enough two years ago. Might as well work in 2023. Uh, Wolverine Nation, ladies and gentlemen, the the Ohio State is vanquished. Michigan will go to the Big Ten Championship game place to Iowa. And uh, did my call. And uh, got JJ down to a knee, and then said, "Doug, it's all yours to the end." And I, I got out of there.
1: I thought that was really classy. I saw the video.
2: Was, yeah, oh, it was wonderful. Doug, uh, Doug, and John—that's their booth now. And uh, Doug was great, and I really appreciated it. And uh, I got a lot of comments. I mean, man, social media was all over. Uh, Doug really showed his class on that one.
1: Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Roastumber Coffee Guest Line. So, Brandy, let's talk about Iowa, Michigan on Saturday night. What are your thoughts going in on that game? Well, I mean,
2: I, I, you know, you know me. I worry, and uh, and I, and I, and I you know, The worst thing you can do is, is have a team with nothing to to lose and play them, and, and them getting dissed by every human being on the planet who has an interest in the Big Ten Conference Championship. And that's kind of what's happening to Iowa. And you just don't do that to a Kurt Ferris coach team. So my thoughts are this. Michigan should win, but Michigan must must focus on the game, and they must not turn it over. They must not do the things that allow an upset uh, to happen. Uh, Bo used to always say to us, the upset always occurs in the mind of the favorite. It doesn't necessarily always occur in the mind of the underdog. And that's, that's one of the things that Michigan has to guard against. They have got to focus on this to win a Big Ten championship because they don't, you know, the goal of a national title doesn't happen, may not happen, clearly, if, if, if they let Iowa get a shot. Now, Iowa offensively is challenged. Michigan's defense should be okay against them. But if you turn it over and leave them in the game for any length of time, their special teams in defense can win games. So you can't turn it over and give them short fields.
1: The one thing that is on the side of Michigan, not having Harbaugh for three games and getting him back Saturday, it's a pick-me-up for the team off the possibility of a letdown after beating your rival, and that's an understatement. And Harbaugh back and his enthusiasm and not coaching the last three weeks, at least on game day. I know he's coaching during the week. I, I think that guards against a possible letdown. The My concern is Iowa has a great defense. And right. Iowa has great special teams. And you right. can't let Iowa get out in front and dictate the pace of this game.
2: I agree. And I think you're absolutely correct. Uh, and the other thing that I think goes in the favor of Jim being back, it gives them a boost. But I think also this is a veteran team. This, this is a team that has been through – uh, really the meat grinder uh, this past season, given all the outside distractions. And yet they came up with, with the in the most, in the biggest moment, on the biggest stage, with probably the most distractions of all the week prior to Ohio State and played an absolutely stellar football game against Ohio State. So this is a veteran team that understands and knows and has its eye on the prize. So I don't think they'll overlook them. I really don't. But you're right. They can't let Iowa's special teams and defense, which is the strength of that team, uh, dictate the game. They have to control the game. They have to do it with their offense, their defense, and their special teams and take Iowa out of what they like to do. Um, that's that's fundamental and it's key. If they do that and they get some turnovers, then I think Michigan can prevail.
1: My first thought when that game ended and I was sitting there in the big house, I said, just go to Iowa. If you win 10-7, 3 nothing, just get a W and get to the final four. That's all they need. Yeah,
2: yeah that's really all they need. I, I think they would like to play well. I think they would like to have, you know, hit on all eight cylinders. I mean, you know, Zach Zinter is going to be a rallying cry for them, I think, a little bit. Uh, the fact that they have all said from the very get-go, uh, Bill, that, you know, they still have goals in front of them. And and I think they all ha- are focused on that. So I think they understand how important this game is, and they won't look ahead. They won't won't look beyond Iowa, and and they'll 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 focus on this this game in Indianapolis. Get that done, and I think Jim Harbaugh will will keep them focused too, because this is his first game back in a while. And and I mean he 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 doesn't want to get ahead of himself, and I think he'll do a good job in getting them ready to play Iowa.
1: Jim Branstadter, former voice of Michigan football. Uh, The podcast again, where can people find it?
2: Uh, They can find it on there uh, anywhere, Apple Play, Google Play, wherever. They can go to jimbranstadter.com and find it there. Same thing with the books. Uh, You can go to Apple Books now, and you can download the the, the book, uh, Voices of Michigan Stadium. And I found out that uh, on Apple Books, you can actually give it as a gift, a download as a gift, which means – it's Christmas time, Bill, and if you want to give that special person in your life, <laughs> what a plug! I'm getting good at this, aren't
1: I? You are, man. You know, you are the gift that keeps on giving.
2: I know. Wait till I get my Mister Pillow out or something. You know, I'll, you I'll are. You're right
1: try. there with the Pillow Guy. You think I am? You oh, are. Cool.
2: You got the. All I, all I need now is that uh, discount number on the bottom of your screen, and you get ten. Oh, off. I think,
1: and you actually should have that uh, spray adhesive and be in a boat uh, oh, full of alligators right. in a lake. I'm Jim Brandstad with my new brandy can oh, tape. No, oh, I can make no I can make a boat out of my books.
3: <laughs> what do you think?
1: And if it sinks, that's not a good book. No, okay? that's not a good
2: boat. That wouldn't be good. Right. But anyway Brandy we love you. Book's going, hey, hey Bill, have a great holiday, man. If I don't talk to you, enjoy and uh, appreciate you talking to me.
1: Yeah, all the time my man, Jim Brandstatter, check checking in. On the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Let's go to Brian in Grand Rapids. Listening on one. The Game, our flagship station. You're on the Huge Show. Huge,
4: what's going on, man?
1: How you doing, Brian?
4: Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, so, I'm a Michigan State fan. And, you know, I, I, I just... I
3: wanted to chime in. Um, I'm a supporter of Michigan, you know, athletics.
4: Um, and I think Michigan... Um, when it comes to talent-wise, um, you know I support Michigan athletics, and and Michigan football is hands down dominating on the level that they need to be dominating at. I think they're they can go in and beat Georgia at this point. Like they should be number one. What do you think?
1: I I think they should be number one after winning at Penn State and beating Ohio State two out of the last three weeks. They should be number one tonight in the college football playoff rankings. I thought they should have been number one in all the polls. Georgia struggles against Georgia Tech. And they're trying to say strength of schedule. Did I Ball State, Tennessee, Martin, on talking about some of the teams they played? Their biggest win would be Missouri at home. Their road wins at Auburn, at Tennessee, which, by the way, seeing Peyton Thorne for Auburn and Keon Coleman for Florida State. Is all you need to know on how toxic things were with Mel Tucker. The writing was on the wall a long time before that story went public. Let's go to Andy in Grand Rapids, also listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on the huge Show across Michigan. Andy, how you doing, bud? I called it. Yeah, you're on the uh- air.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, as a Michigan fan, I wanted to chime in also on actually the MSU
4: coach. I think that was a great hire. He has a track record of building programs. If you look at Oregon State, they've been ranked decently well the past couple of seasons. But overall, I think Michigan football, or just football in the state of Michigan, it's a hell of a lot more fun when both Michigan and Michigan state are very competitive.
1: Hey man, I, I agree. Think I think Michigan in state basketball too. Yeah. And thanks Andy and GR listening on our flagship station, 96 Won the game. Well, when, when they're both good, it's better. It is. But when you're reading dot com and you're looking at the Exodus now on the transfer portal and a new coaching staff, which always leads to attrition anyways, and how they were stuck in the middle of this season because of the Mel Tucker situation. As I began the show with my opening huge opinion, it's like the NCAA death penalty and they've wiped out their roster. Look at it. I mean, it began, like I said, with Thorne and Coleman leaving and the audacity of some people to say, oh, they didn't need him. Yeah, you're the same type of people when Calvin Johnson retired, said it's all Matt Stafford. Oh, yeah, okay. Whatever. So Coach Smith is going to need a full cycle, I believe, minimum four years. And Alan Haller, I read something, maybe it was Comperoni or Couch, that he said this will be the last coach he hires. Because what lies ahead is minimum four to five years. But in today's world, patience is not a virtue. Patience is rare, anywhere, any level, especially when you mix in message boards and social networks. We'll see what he can do and how fast he can do it. Because I don't know what the play is with your roster so depleted. Do you literally go take a team that is full of Seniors, grad transfers, and you piece together a team, and recruits are told, hey, that following year, 2025, is your year, right? There's something about his tone, his resume, that says, I trust Jonathan Smith. Yeah, I trusted D'Antonio, I didn't like him. I think the personality of Smith from a distance is more warming than D'Antonio, but D'Antonio was a football coach, kind of had the Saban mentality, right? Not going to be your friend, kick in the butt, but go in. And in the end, I think his demeanor hurt him, and also the taste of the Rose Bowl made you hire people and do things that you should have stayed the course on what you were doing and turning two and three stars into Big Ten champions. But when you're making millions and there's the pressure of other schools in your conference, coaches will do a lot of crazy things. They will. Jonathan Smith was a great hire. I thought the best offseason hire by anybody in college football. Considering where Michigan State was at, that Jonathan Smith knew coming in, he was looking at a program that was ravaged to the point of almost the NCAA death penalty with no quality players left on that roster. Few quality players, I'll say. I don't want to trash all those guys because they had nothing to do with this. And that's why I would leave too. I'd want, I couldn't stay there. If I was recruited and Tucker did that to my college career, I'd be gone in a heartbeat. So nothing but love to all the players leaving. And also I like Coach Smith. And his introduction was smooth today.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland,
1: this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a
3: new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Another new era is underway for Michigan State football, even though the 2023 season, mercifully enough, is now in the books. Jonathan Smith has got to hit the ground running. The transfer portal opens next week. Recruit signing for high school players on december 20th smith is bringing at least half of his oregon state staff with him to east lansing somewhere on the airplane sunday they have got to get the recruiting short up right away and that will be a number one priority how long it takes smith to go ahead and establish an entire staff remains to be seen but he clearly has a priority ahead of a tuesday news conference of getting as many new players for 2024 as possible after the four and eight disaster of 2023
1: Huge chair for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org.
0: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring eagle. Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class rooms and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. magic. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details huge here
1: for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at TheUrbanU.com That's TheUrbanU.com And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year, purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at TheUrbanU.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to TheUrbanU.com. You're listening to The Huge
2: Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Let's go talk some hoops with former Michigan head basketball coach, John Beline each and every week on Tuesdays, John stops by and we talk about Michigan, Michigan state and the Pistons. How are you doing coach?
4: I am fine, Phil. Thank you very much.
1: All right, let's start with your former team, Michigan. There weren't a lot of expectations going into this season. They kind of have exceeded expectations, but they don't have a lot of depth, and now you get Juwan back, and there's a transition period here. Your thoughts on where Michigan basketball is right now early in the year?
4: Well, you, you had it right on there. The transition is tough. Going from one season to another with uh, with the same coach is difficult enough. Now, thank God that Juwan is healthy again, and he can get back on those sidelines. But you go through a transition to a new team – now you have Phil Martelli coaching him. And now as Jawan eases them back in, that's just got to be hard. I don't care. I don't think there's a, there's a, you read a book about that. I don't think that, that there's anything. It's that they just got to get through it until everybody's comfortable again to get through this. They are four and three. It is so early in the season. Uh, but there's, a, there's some good things and there's some bad things. They're still scoring 81 points a game. Which is really, really good. Unfortunately giving up seventy five. If you watch the preseason stats in the Big Ten, we usually, with the exception of a few teams, dominate defensively in preseason against non conference teams. That got people are giving up thirty-five percent and three, get or thirty five percent overall. There, people are scoring in the fifties. That's unusual right now. And they're the same thing. They're shooting thirty seven percent for three, but they're giving up thirty seven percent from three. So the, the 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 offense is good. The defense, as can be expected when you have a new team, is is just not there yet. I use that word yet. I like that Terrence Williams giving you some some uh, some good minutes in um, a small bench. And depth isn't that big of an issue. I never thought it was. It, it is in the NBA. It's not as much in college. They have time to figure this thing out, and um, it doesn't get easier right now. They go they, right away. They go to. They go to Oregon, and then they, they, have, they go to Florida on a neutral court. But they have a tough schedule here in the preseason.
1: So, Juwan and Phil Martell and the team, and you just mentioned trying to figure it out. When it's early in the year, I would assume that practices, which can be few and far between with tournaments and holidays and even the Big Ten schedule starting in December, where do you find that time to work on what's wrong with your team or where you can improve?
4: Well, unlike the NBA, you do have time. First of all, you know, you could start practice October 1 all the way to November. So you have really five days a week that you can practice. You get a lot of work in, but you don't know how your team is going to respond when the games start. And there could be something you didn't emphasize enough that this team needed. So as they go to now, they'll have, they, you basically, except for the tournaments, Thanksgiving, you have two practices before every game. The NBA would kill for two practices before every game. Uh, you, you can shore things up. Uh, with it. You usually have a day off, two practices. You can get a lot done. So I expect them to make the necessary changes so far to just get better during this time. Uh, they, 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 they can do it, right? But I, I think that transition, who is coaching today, who's coaching tomorrow, they got to work it out and figure out how to get this done so that it's most efficient for the team.
1: John Beeline, former Michigan coach, former NBA head coach, and also a senior advisor with the Pistons until uh, Monty came in and they had to the switch over uh, in the coaching staffs in the front office. Uh, we'll get to the Pistons coming up uh, at the end of our conversation. But Tom Izzo and Michigan State, you know, we talk about expectations. Preseason number four in the country. Now they're out of the AP Top 25 they're three and three, but I kind of look at this team. Their three losses are against James Madison, uh, Duke, and Arizona—quality basketball teams.
4: Yeah, you know he always has done this. He's scheduled like a son of a gun in the uh, in the preseason, and that's what he believes is, And you can't argue with it. So uh, he's three and three, but that's not everybody else's three and three in the league. That they really they just they, they played a really tough schedule. You know that we didn't talk last week. That went over Butler where they Butler's not a bad team and they just they just mopped the floor with Butler in that game. So you throw that game in and you know the Arizona game, the Duke game. They're just they're just a few three point shots away from winning both those games. Uh, but you know right now, the good news is uh, they're only giving up thirty eight percent or are, are, are giving up 28% from three. That's real. That's really good defense on the three point line, but they're only shooting about the same. So that, that doesn't happen. But remember I spoke about before they're only giving up 35% in the regular field goal percentage. So they're garden people. Now they're really garden people. They just can't, they can't shoot. They can't shoot. You know, they always had, you know, whether it was Gary Harris, whether it was, uh, Matt McQuaid, they just had, they always had, now maybe Trey Holloman's that guy, but they had guys that you were surprised that they would miss it if they missed. At least I was. And I don't know if they have many of those guys unless Holloman is that guy. That they're, they're still always a work in progress to some of those shooters, so they really got to be good in all the other areas until they can get that together.
1: You know, Izzo's had those seasons, so have you, John, where there's a lot of expectations. You don't meet them early. People quasi-panic, those in the media also will go nuts. And then you find a way to hit your groove with your team. And I agree with you. They're playing enough defense. I just don't know. They miss Joey Hauser. They they miss a pure three-point shooter, as you're mentioning, or did mention. I, I, I don't know where they're going to find that offense the rest of the season to really be a true championship contender. I just don't.
4: Well, Bill, we talked about this, too. You can – the November rankings, how do people know? Seriously, you got some – and I give them credit. They got to do it. But with the turnover with rosters, and and they know what Michigan State's roster is. They don't know what other teams in the Big Ten are going to do. They don't know what – people. the the rosters are so changing. How can you even think – how can you even pick these teams when you haven't seen these teams play together? So the ex, there should be no expectations at this point. That let's watch and see them for the, for November and December, and we should know in January what they got to work on and where they have to go. And and with both Michigan State and Michigan, you got really proud traditions of teams that win, uh, and and have two of the winningest programs in the Big Ten for a long for a long time now for 15 years. One for for yeah for 15 years. So. They they can pull this they're gonna pull this thing. It's not even out. I don't even like saying that. They will be a good team down the road in the Big Ten, but they're like they're gonna have to slug it out with some people for a while.
1: John Beline, former Michigan head basketball coach, NBA guy, joins us each and every Tuesday on the huge show across Michigan through the NBA Finals talking hoops. Yeah, I think as though Michigan State uh, will figure it out as they go along. I just don't know if they really can compete with Purdue uh, to win the Big Ten or have a NCAA tournament run. I know Izzo has a lot of March magic, but I, I maybe to the Sweet 16. But we'll see. A lot of basketball left. Speaking of hoops, uh, the Pistons currently are the worst team in the NBA. Lost, not lost, got hammered uh, by the Wizards, who came in with the same record at 2-14 and 14 as the Pistons last night. The Pistons are near the bottom in scoring, in defense, in three-point shooting, turnovers. You can go down the list. Uh, in terms of expectations, with the new coaching staff, there, there was a lot of hope that this was going to be almost a playoff year or get into the play-in tournament. What is wrong with the Pistons right now?
4: where do I start? You know, they they first of all you have a huge transition with a, bit, a different coach, different coaching staff, 100% staff. And now they're they're all trying to figure things out together with a very, remember I talked about the college practice has, you know, all those past 20 practices, you know, in October and these the the, uh, and the NBA has about 7 practices and you're out there ready to go. And as far as it's probably for individual stuff. It's not that important for team chemistry is important. And so you're, you're right. I mean, right now they're not, as I said, last week, they're, uh, they're not, they're last in the league in shooting threes. And the good thing is they're not giving up threes, but they're, they're doing the same things that plagued the Pistons last year. They're following a lot. You know, there's, there's a difference you say between playing hard and playing smart. And they are—they're playing hard at times, but they're not playing smart with the way they just put people to the foul line all the time, and that—that's just points. There's, there's this—I remember in this clinic back back in the day. I don't know who was given. I think it might have been Dick Bennett, at the old Wisconsin coach. You know how not to beat you? Don't, how to, to not beat yourself. And one of them was, you know, that ways that you can do this is be a good foul shooting team and don't foul other teams. And that is so important. They they they're putting the people in line for a lot. Another thing is, take these are things you can, can control. You can control this. Don't don't turn the ball over, right? And make other teams turn them over. we Pistons are turning the ball over like crazy, and they're not making anybody else turn it over. I mean, the good. I like a point guard, uh, Bill, with, that will like turn it over every five minutes or uh, assist every five minutes. Turnover every fifteen minutes, and Cade is assists every five minutes. Um, the problem is that he's got a he's got a turnover uh, every what every eight minutes right now. So we, we he can expand that he knows it. He'll try and fix the problem. He's a terrific kid, uh, but they just cannot keep doing that when they when they have a team that struggles to score as it is. You know, Bill, they're they're, they're playing a little untraditional for 30 minutes a game where most of the NBA is made up of Kyle Kuzma's Kevin Durant, Evan Mobley, DeMar DeRozan, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson are your four men. And we have a really good player right now that's starting at our four man uh, and, and Isaiah Stewart, but he's not the prototypical four man of today. And he may be more of a five man, but he's a really good player. So they're trying to find time for him. But now that is is tough when today's four-man is just a tall three-man. That's all he is. And I would never think Isaiah Stewart would be a tall three-man. But he he needs to play a lot. He's a really good player. Just figuring that out for themselves is important.
1: The one thing with everything that Troy Weaver has done, the Pistons GM, that I, I felt has been missing in all of this rebuild is a veteran point guard that can get the ball to all that young mm-hmm. talent in the right spots. Am I off base on that?
4: Yeah, yeah, and like I said, there's there's difference between. I and I mentioned the computer to you to you before, but there's Kade can do that. Getting an assist every five minutes is as good as it gets. Chris Paul might get one every four minutes, but it's the seven. It's the every eight minute turnover that gets in the way. I, I don't know if people everybody's understanding this, but it, you when you're on that floor, he sees the floor. now he's just and he'll work on it. He hates turning it over. It frustrates him. But he's got to work at that. and and yes, a more seasoned point guard who has been playing in the NBA for a long time, won't have those turnovers. and then all of a sudden you'll say, Wow, what a point guard. He takes care of the ball and he finds others. So I think it's more of that. And then defensively, too, a six foot seven guard has got to go and guard a, a six foot one inch jet at the other end, so it's not who you are, it's who you guard and sometimes having that big guard on offense on defense it's t- that's tough that length is great, but not when a guy can go by you and he can also shoot threes so there's a bunch of things clashing on this roster, and they got to find a way to work it out uh, during the year.
1: Pistons have the Lakers on Wednesday night if they lose that game it will be 15 in a row man wow
4: yeah it's hard to do even in the nba you don't have a mm. lot of practice time in between but just being in the nba for 3 seasons there's days where other you you could go out there and you don't even play well but just win cuz the other team just is beat you know they got in there late or they're on a back to back or they're resting players so that's why this is a bit of a concern, I think, for everybody, and very frustrating. They'll eventually win a game, win a game again and get their confidence. And as I've said the last three weeks on this show, Boljan Bogdanovic is a is twenty points just walks in the gym and gets twenty. So you have that out there on the floor. That's going to help him a lot. I think under, people under, underestimate his him being missing right now, but. Other people have, have players missing, too. And so it's, it's going to be a challenge. But I don't think in, in uh, this this rebuild, which really started, it really started back in 19, tw- or year of 1920, uh, the COVID year. That's when the rebuild started. I'm sure everybody's disappointed we're not further along right now.
1: John Beeline each and every Tuesday on the Hued show across Michigan. We talk hoops from Michigan, Michigan State, To the Pistons, if you ever want to drop us a basketball question, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Coach, always love talking hoops with you, my man. Have a great week.
4: Let's get some more wins for all three of these teams, and we'll have a great talk next Tuesday.
1: Yeah, it is interesting that all three kind of are still in that navigating the season mode, and the Pistons are on the brink of where do you go moving forward? We'll talk about that Uh, coming up next week. Johnny, thank you so much. All right, thanks, Huge. Bye now. All right, John Beeline, former head coach at Michigan, joining us each and every Tuesday on the Michigan Sports Network.
4: Everything huge
0: 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Don't miss holiday deals at Meijer. Shop select Lego play sets for 30% off. December home holiday indoor decor is buy one, get one 50% off. And December home holiday ornaments and lifelike trees. And Phillips lights are 20% off. These deals and products won't last long at these prices. Head to Meijer today to shop holiday deals in one stop. Plus, pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meijer app.
1: He would cheer for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company and they have a message for anybody 21 and up you're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail, vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
3: Friday, December first, at Soaring Eagle
0: Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Leave and hear better the album man. of the year, Killin' Time.
3: Come on up again, Clint Black. Miss Time. Clint Black with special guest Josh Grayson. Got nothing to Tickets start at forty dollars. On sale now at the box office and etix bad luck.
4: Clint Black and Josh Grayson,
1: Friday, December first, at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
2: You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He is standing by. Timmy, what's going on?
0: we got so much going on, Bill. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, love it, love it, love it, love it. Hey, Saturdays in December win your share of over $320,000 in cash prizes, everybody. 320000 in cash prizes, everybody. Every hour from 5 to 11, one lucky excess Club member will be drawn to play our Snowfall lucky game. Uh, you get to select different ornaments, and it reveals cash prizes. And maybe you can even win a grand total of $11,600 in cash prizes, which would be a great day and make my uh, December special. So uh, hopefully you can come out and do that. You don't, you don't want any coal. you got to avoid the cold. So uh, I wish you all the best luck there. You know we got to involve some coal, uh, unfortunately, but it's true. And then we got the 25 Days of Giving, the first through the 25th. That goes from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., uh, which is two winners each hour, uh, $100 in premium play. And you get to select a gift. And, uh, you, you know, it's just a lot of fun. And maybe it'll win $50 in dining credits, which would be great. Maybe you use that Ruth Chris, the Bistro, send all the great restaurants we have on property. And then let's talk about shows. Friday is coming up. Cliff Black, Josh Grayson, what a great country act right there. Those guys are one you're not going to want to miss. That happens Friday the 1st. And then on the 8th, Jay Leno, Arsenio Hall, back doing the comedy on our stage. Uh, tickets on sale, you can get them for as low as $56. That's a great thing. And then we're walking into Rock and Rum, the Holiday Bash with my man Don Felder, the Eagles. You know him, all the great songs. That's going to go down on the 9th. So Make sure you check that out. It's a great date night. Great date night, everybody. Come out and do that. Kenny G on the 10th, the 15th, Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. That's going to be a whole lot of fun right there. You'll know him from the mass Singer, Robin Thicke, and uh, everything's sexy is what uh, my wife would tell me. Smokey Robinson on the 27th and 28th. My man Lance Burton and all his mag- magic will be on our stage making it uh, happen and unhappen. I guess you could say appear and disappear. Then Great White and Quiet Riot on the 29th great 80s rock show. I'll definitely be there for that one. The 30th, Lone Star, Eddie Montgomery. That'll be a lot of fun. And, of course, our New Year's Eve bash. Party's 80 theme. Can't go wrong with a great '80s theme. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then on the 8th, it's a Monday, the Three Kings Elvis Tribute Show. Make sure you check that out. Tickets are on sale now. Only $25. Roots and Boots Tour, Teresa Caputo, Jeff Foxworthy. We got so much going on. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, we just had a... Jason Aldean get thrown up on there for outdoors along with Skinner and ZZ Top. So we got a lot going on. Make sure you go to the website. Check it out, Bill. Uh, hit us up uh, on, our, on, our, on the app. Uh, like us on Facebook. We want to do it all. You tell them what to do, Bill. You're the expert at this. Eagle Casino Sports. we got it all, baby.
1: Yeah, just go to Soarin'EagleCasino.com. You can book your getaway and all the promotions, giveaways, uh, and shows uh, that he mentioned, including Aldean being added. For the Summer Outdoor Concert Series in 2024. Go to soarneaglecasino.com Follow them on Facebook and on Twitter and don't forget about their sister property the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish For those of you listening on 100.9 FM The Met in Midland Bay City and Saginaw again Eagle Uh Book your getaway Get info on the giveaways Uh, Get tickets for all the great shows indoors and outdoors next year at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Timmy, good to hear your voice again. We'll talk next week.
0: Thanks, Bill. Appreciate
1: it. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan.
3: Big. Bad. Huge.